this podcast like a pill you have to laugh. Hello, lovely listeners. This is You Have to Laugh with Beth and Michelle and or Michelle and Beth. It's fine. My name can go second, whatever. Um, (laughs) No, it's Michelle. (laughs) Cap, all caps. And Beth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And today we are going to, well, should we just hop right in or should we have a, hey, how's everyone doing Well, uh, maybe we should tell them where we've been. Yeah. Hi again. Do you even remember us? (laughs) You thought we quit. No way. We know you've aged 30 years because that's how long you've been waiting. (laughs) Or not. Maybe we're just telling ourselves people have been waiting for another podcast. No, they have. You told me. That's true. One person asked you. That's true. Hello, Nicole Harchie. (laughs) We're talking about you. One person asked you. (laughs) Okay, wait. Tell them how many countries. Okay, guys. Well, can I just preface this by saying we don't know how this is happening. (laughs) For real. We don't have a business plan. (laughs) Neither do we have time. Neither can we meet Every schedule that we've ever proposed for one another. Sometimes we're like, okay, this week you post on Instagram with the blah blah blah, and then, I, and then on Thursday I'll do the blah blah blah, and then we don't do any. We of don't it. do any of it. Yeah, and we had one failed podcast that was our very first video podcast, and we had a tech technology snafu, so that went down the crapper. We had a kid get graduated um three kids finished school Mm -hmm. um it's just a lot going on and so we have decided that we are humans first (laughs) (laughs) and i also have a full-time job yeah so there's that that gets in the way of our fame i mean seriously and so we don't we we are stunned by the success that we do have, and we are sorry that we don't fit the mold of you can count on us every two weeks. It may get that way someday, but... Just get used. I mean, uh, yeah. our husbands have been waiting for a long time yeah. for that to roll around. Like, right. To be predictable. Yeah. But but here are the stats since you requested them. I'm going to read off the countries, shall I? Yes, so, I want that. So, you know, your podcasting um, distri- distribution platform... Shows where you show up, and we don't know how the flip is this happening. <laughs> United States, Canada, UK, Singapore, what Spain, huh? Serbia, Serbia, <laughs> what hats off, Serbia, India, Germany, Australia, Mexico, Portugal, Italy, Ireland, Finland, Belize. What, what, what? what? who do we how do we do we know any of? You people, like, I don't understand what's happening. Thank you so much to those of you. Thank you. What the heck? So imagine if we actually could, like, funnel our energy to (laughs) do it, like, regularly. So anyway, we don't know how this is happening. And we're sorry that we are inconsistent, but we're here today. We're here today, friends. we got some plans. And we're good to go. And yeah, we're good to go. We're actually going to do the thing we said we were going <laughs> to yes. do. And also, we love it. We aren't sick of it. We have so much fun. And it's when it becomes pressureful. Beth and I are very much the same way that if something starts to feel like a burden, we're like, <clears throat> I'm afraid I'm going to have to tap out of that. <laughs> Look, so. is it immediate fun? <laughs> then no. <laughs> so that that's the key. It has to be fun for us. And if on any given week there's too much going on and that would not be fun, it would be pressureful. We scrap it and yeah. wait till the next week. 
That's so. how we schedule everything in life. Good work. We're going to make sure that it's fun. <laughs> What's the most fun thing I can do? <laughs> then I'm doing that one. Yeah. So here we are. <clears throat> here we are. And today we are bringing to you that honestly, these are like my favorite life stories to tell. Be- okay. We're talking about cars oh and our interaction with them. And it's ridiculous. I, I mean, that's why it's my favorite to tell these stories because when I tell them, it's like I'm lying and I'm telling you <laughs> some scene from a really ridiculous 90s comedy, but I'm not. But it's your actual life. It's my actual life. And Michelle has her fair share of insane things that have happened surrounding vehicles oh boy. and RVs oh boy. and Suburbans and all of that, all yeah, of those things. No. I have my own stories in Michelle's Suburban <laughs> that I could. Like I, Inception. Yeah, I was just not allowed to drive her cars anymore after one of my. <laughs> remember that? They were like, we won't make your insurance go up if that girl doesn't get behind the wheel I anymore. <laughs> when I was in your Suburban. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. So, um, so should I start? Should I you go? go ahead, you or? go. Okay. So some background that also makes this funny is that my dad was a used car salesman. And all of these cars <laughs> I bought directly from him. And he would force oh, no. me to sign papers and shake a hand and hand him the money and oh. all of that because I paid cash for all of these vehicles. Atta girl. Yeah. That's so um, Dave Ramsey of you. So Dave Ramsey. <laughs> Wait, who's what? Who's Dave Ramsey? <laughs> if it's about saving money, then I don't know who that guy is. Um, anyways. <clears throat> uh yeah. So this the first the first this story is one of my favorites, and it's um, a flashback to if you've been listening and you heard the jail story and you heard about a beige Oldsmobile Omega, I was driving that car in this story. So I'm on, if you are familiar with Fort Worth, Texas, then you'll know what Hewland Street is like, and I'm going to visit my friend, of course, same friends, Mary and Kimberly, they're also featured in the jail story. <laughs> Same house I was going to then. I am driving towards their house and I have to get gas. So I'm on Hewland Street. It's extremely busy. It's just like shopping strip after, sh- after shopping strip after shopping strip. And it's lots of lights and cars and all of that. And I pull into this gas station, which was kind of like up on a hill. Mm-hmm. So you like pull off the street. Up into your spot. So I pull into my spot. And at this point, this car, I could pull the key out without actually putting the car in park or anything. Like I could just turn the car off and take the key out. And it could still be in drive, you know, or whatever. So I get out. I turn off the car. I, um... I start walking inside. I lock it. I walk inside and I start, I go inside to pay first because this was before like pay at the pump situation. And I hear all this honking and I turn around (laughs) to see my car rolling backwards. No, no, no. Onto Hewlett Street. No. Yeah. And it's just rolling away from me. 
the, <laughs> you the, hadn't put it in park? Right. I didn't put it in park. Oh. It's now rolling away from the pump, down out of the parking lot of the gas station, into the road. No. And I look, and there's cars that are stopped at a light watching my car hurl backwards towards them. Oh. And now I am just like... Oh no. So now I'm chasing said vehicle. I'm running down Hewlett Street. I try to get into my car, but guess what? It's locked. So now <laughs> I'm running next to my car, fiddling in my pockets for my keys, and running next to find the keys, <laughs> unlock the door. I mean, we're talking seconds from hitting lots of vehicles. What? I mean, my my car almost made it to the light where all the cars are stopped. And I hopped in there. I unlocked it, hopped in just as their light turned green, got in, started the car, drove into the same parking spot at same gas station, just went right back to the same one where the crime happened, <laughs> got out, actually put the car in park this time, walked into pain. I was like, that was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Yelling? Yeah, they're like, honk, honk, honk. And I see their faces like, dude, what is going on? They're all like, I, just the faces of all these people in their cars watching me chase my car down a very busy street. How did you get in it? I just. While it's moving. How I, did you unlock it? I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, ching, 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 unlock, keep running, keep going, open the door, get in. Put out your foot on the brake. Yeah, that was oh, the moment of my word. Yeah, so I say to the guy, I'm like, "Can you believe that? <laughs> that was embarrassing." And he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Nothing." Nothing. <laughs> Walked out of there. Got my gas. Was, there's got to be like security camera footage. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good one. Oh, that was. Yeah. In my mind, I just the mo the. Chef's kiss is when I go to get in the car and realize the door is locked and I'm chasing this car and now I'm trying to find my keys while I'm running next to the car that's running, rolling backwards into oncoming traffic. Oh, that's my the best word. part. I'm really like surprised you did not get physically harmed. I know. Moving vehicle, oncoming traffic, going backwards, trying to unlock the door, <laughs> climb in. <laughs> what? Put your foot on the brake, start the car, get back, goes to the same gas station? Like, did I have no shame? That's how normal this kind of occurrence was. It was just like, and? Yeah, my car. Hey, you're welcome. None of you got hit by it. That's a good day for me. Okay, when I have like traffic trauma, like where I, I'm a not, I am not a good driver. And I'm fine with that. It wasn't one of my goals in life. Right. So I don't feel disappointed in myself. It's just something I know about myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, I frequently make, I mean, I've been driving since I was 16. <laughs> I'm 50. Uh, I frequently make traffic mistakes. I know all the rules, but just sometimes mm -hmm. I forget them. Right. And I am one who is often yelled at, flip the bird, whatever. And what happens to me is I completely shut down. Like if I'm at a light and I've done something wrong and someone is like yelling at me or flipping me the bird, I just go insular. So the fact that you were able to get out of your car, I would have just sat in my car 
<laughs> until no one in the parking lot was left from that had seen that incident. And then I'd have the guts. Like, okay, so once I went to go get gas and I could not figure out how to get my gas tank on the right side of the car. <laughs> I drove around, this is when I was first learning to drive, I drove around the gas tanks on pipeline so many times, or the gas pumps so many times, couldn't figure it out, finally just left. (laughs) Because I could not figure out how to orient my car the right way. Nice. I got traffic shame, man. I just, yeah. No, and my attitude in those moments was what I just said. You didn't die. You're welcome, world. (laughs) But okay, you're welcome. I respect the fact that you <laughs> that you said that, that was embarrassing. <laughs> Can you believe that <laughs> that guy? Can you believe that guy? See his car rolling down the road? No, you didn't. Okay, then who cares? Yeah, when the guy was like, "What?" and I was just like, <laughs> "Yeah, no, you're not gonna just sit here and tell him the whole thing that you just did." And then returned there to the same. That's the part. I'm just like, why just drive for five more seconds? There's another gas station. Could we just make a commitment to one another just for the sake of the the Instagram and the podcast channel that um, if something like that ever happens again where there is a security camera (laughs) that we try to get the footage? Yes. (laughs) Because we need proof, man. 100%. I should have walked in there and been like, so here's the deal. I'm not a cop, but I'm just going to need that security <laughs> footage. Just, I need it. For my podcast. For my own personal reasons. <laughs> Don't ask me why. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one, boo. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> what else you got? Well, the next one is, you remember how I said it's like a moment out of, wait, which one should I tell? Okay, I'm going to tell that this one is so good. I actually have a Tommy Boy moment. I won't tell this whole story because it's not necessary. I'll just real quickly interject that, you know, when Tommy Boy backs into that concrete thing and pushes his hold, I literally did that exact thing. The first time I saw Tommy Boy and that moment happens and everyone dies laughing, I looked at all my friends and was like, I've done that in real life. I had to crawl through the passenger side door for the rest of the duration of that car. Wait, what is it? What is he's scene? backing up to the gas pump. Okay. He's trying to get like in line oh, yeah. and the concrete pole thing catches his open car door and just bends it against. All the way forward. Yeah. And then he gets out and wrestles it like a UFC wrestler to get the door to close. <laughs> and then, yeah, that exact thing happened to me. That exact thing happened. I'm like looking over my shoulder, backing up, backing up, and then almost broke the door off the car that happened and yeah so every time i watch that i'm like that i am tommy i have done this i am (laughs) am i am but the one that i really this is a this one is so good this is so good okay so this is another time that i've just purchased a car from my dad i have this tiny itty bitty Mitsubishi Mitsubishi Mirage. It was white. We called it the roller skate. It was itty bitty car. (laughs) I went and the kind of car it was, it had a gas tank that you had to use a key to unlock it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know why you would. So they couldn't steal your fuel. They really don't want you to siphon that gas. (laughs) Um, But anywho, 
So I go um, to the car lot. I purchase the car for my dad with cash. I sign the papers. He shakes my hand. He's like, we like to give all of our customers a free tank of gas on us. Let's go. Yeah. He's like, so head on over there. There was like some card they give you to get the gas. So I pull in. Okay. This car had automatic seatbelts. Some of you may not know what that uh, I'm is. I'm sorry. Where you oh, shut the door yeah. and they just roll yep. up. They buckle you in for you. And Bad idea. Yeah. A horrible idea, <laughs> especially for people like us. Yes. <laughs> who are just trying to not roll into oncoming right, traffic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> On any given day. On any given day. Um, we're just living life is difficult. Um, <clears throat> so I'm in the car and I'm doing what Michelle has just described, which is trying to figure out what side the tank is on. It's hard, and right? Where, okay, yeah, it's, it's hard. hard. Where's the tank? How do I get to the pump? <laughs> Situational awareness yes. is hard for me. So I open the door. I pull into the gas station. I open the door to lean out and check to see where the tank is. And the stupid seatbelt wraps, it starts going down. So I am leaned out of the car and it wraps around my neck. So I'm like, I get choked. So I'm like, oh, I'm trying to reach the thing. It's now because it's gone forward, right? It's gone down. So I'm trying to reach it so I can unbuckle it and unwrap it from my neck. The noose that it has created. So I do that. Buckle it in, and I have to, like, I shut the door or something to get it to do what it's supposed to do. And, oh, no, yeah, so I'm trying to unwrap it. I shut the door like an idiot, and now it wraps again (laughs) the other way. I'm like, dang it. So I undo it. I wrap, I unwrap my head. I buckle it in. I lean back. I open the door. And once it's finally gone where it's supposed to go, then I look and see what side the tank is on. I'm like, whew, I've mastered this seatbelt. I shut the door and my hair sucks in. (laughs) The wind takes my hair and sucks it into the door. (laughs) My hair is closed in the door. So I open the car door and guess what? It wraps around my neck again. I'm like, come on! So security camera footage so bad. So I undo it. I sit back. I brush my hair out of the way. I figure out what side it's on. I'm like, this car is not gonna get me today. I shut the door and I like gather myself. I take a deep breath and look up, and there is a man. Parked in a giant truck directly in front of me, laughing so hard that he is hitting his steering wheel and rocking back and forth. And I was just like, son of a gun. I whipped around that car in so much fury and rage. I was like, oh, is this funny to you, mister? I almost died five times. Like, whip around, pull into the gas pump, grab my key, Go to unlock the pump. Guess what? what? It won't unlock. Oh, no. So I put the dang key in my pocket and leave. I didn't even get gas. 
was like sitting there forever. I walk All in for not. Listen, I was like coming in so hot at that car lot. I marched in there to my dad's office. I was like, okay, I am so mad right now. And he goes, are you so mad? I'm sure he was just preparing. Mind you, this man had lived with me for the, I was like 22 at the time. So he's like, here she comes, coming back with the car she's just bought. I was like, guess what? Well, I didn't realize it had automatic seatbelts and that almost choked me to death. And then I couldn't even open the dang pump. And my dad was like, oh no, I guess return the car. What are we going to do? And he walked outside and squirted a little WD-40 on the thing and popped it right open. And I was like, well, I'm not going back to that gas station. So you're going to have to give me cash to go somewhere else. I don't know if you have a deal with all the gas stations in town, but I ain't going free. That was my free tank of gas. I went through all that, just like you, drive in a circle, drive in a circle, and just leave. I went through all of that and couldn't even get gas. Yeah, the last moment when the hair got sucked into the window was the real kicker. You know, you say there there was no reason for that, but I I think maybe the whole reason that this happened was for the guy in the truck. He needed you that day. He's like, no matter how bad my day has been, I at least know how to put a seatbelt on. That chick is having a rough time. (laughs) There's got to be recalls. You know how you get those like factory recalls? Like, actually, this idea we had. There's a video of me on the internet. So, if this looks like something that's happened to you, bring your car in. Have you been nearly decapitated by your automatic seatbelt? Or just humiliated to the point of death? (laughs) Well, you can you not figure out which side of your car to point at the gas tank or at the fuel station? (laughs) Then join us. Join our lawsuit. Confusedrivers.com. <laughs> oh, oh that's too good. Yeah, the seatbelt bit. Yeah. Oh nice. my gosh. I'm like also like a notoriously bad parker. <laughs> and I've been analyzing it a little bit. One of my besties, Stacy Burton, um, shout out to the Burton. Um, <laughs> she thinks it's hysterical that I can't park. And I I don't set I don't what? I don't like <laughs> It's so rude, right? It's not funny. (laughs) No, I don't think it's like, I I don't pull into a spot and think to myself, Mm -hmm. oh, that wasn't any good, whatever. (laughs) I think, okay, good. I did it. And then I get out of the car and the car is like parked into two or maybe three spots. And and at that point I do say, oh, well, and just leave it. Yeah, yeah, of course. But but I, I, yeah, I can't figure out why is spatial, spatial relations, Mm -hmm. I think I'm doing it right, but then I rarely am. This is something I accept about myself, mm-hmm. and I can't be shamed about it because I just don't care. I think it's very funny, but um, it's mystifying to my dear Stacy. She, <laughs> she's just like, how does this – why do you – it's just lines. You just mm-hmm. pull. <laughs> oh, sure, Stacy. <laughs> It's Easy just for you lines. to say. I bet you know how to get your gas tank lined up with the fuel Ooh, pump. Look at you getting gas so easily. 
<laughs> she is a great driver. <laughs> when we're together, I never drive. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, when we got the Durango, my sweet husband, he's so sweet. He tries to tell me things in a gentle way where he's saying it like, um, this is a just in case you need to know this. But then I feel attacked because I'm like, <laughs> look, I get it. Okay. Oh, so subtle. <laughs> yeah. So we got the Durango. He's like, look, this is a bigger car. So when you're parking it, you're really going to have to like, it's going to be different. You know, you're going to have to really look where you're going. And I'm like, I always do. <laughs> and he's like, have you seen how you park cars? I'm like, Yeah. I have seen it. I always look and I don't care. I just get out and go in. This is as good as it's getting today. Okay. <laughs> just like, and my kids will yell at me too. They're like, mom, this is so embarrassing. Straighten it out. I'm like, nope, let's go. Get out of the, <laughs> the car. We're going today. inside. <laughs> so I'm like, is it anywhere kind of sort of in those lines? Then that's fine. <laughs> A little over the edge yeah. on each side is fine. Uh-huh. Okay, you want to hear Stacey. my Tayoga? Stacy, hard Stacy. Want to hear my Tayoga story? Yes, I do. So this is uh, up on my blog in written form, but it it is the worst car story that I have to tell. Worst <laughs> slash, yeah. So <laughs> when we were full time musicians and our kids always went with us, we were going on a short tour to Canada. So driving from Colorado to Canada, we always had Suburbans when our kids were younger and we always had used cars because that's what our budget would allow. Mm -hmm. Never again. (laughs) (laughs) And um, uh, so we were headed to Canada and we, we were getting close to Harlow town, Montana Four kids and our dear, uh, our dear drummer slash nanny bandmate Melissa was with us, and we got to we get to Harlow Town, and our car had been making a terrible grinding sound for Ugh. about the half hour prior, maybe hour prior. It was a miracle we got to Harlow Town, and we pull into a mechanic, which is like, I can't even believe we got there. It was such a horrible sound. I hate that. And Harlow town is like, not a town. It's like, got a nothing. <laughs> and, uh, so I leave Barry, um, Melissa and I take the kids to the park and Barry's going to figure out with this mechanic, what's the scoop. Um, we give the kids some lunch and come back from lunch to find out that the suburban is not the Suburban is done. <laughs> like the engine is done. That's such a good feeling when you have this all your not, children and a nanny with you. Yeah. This is the this is the first time this happened to mm. me. And I'm not going to tell all the other stories. <laughs> it's because we drive our cars all over the country mm-hmm. for musical tours mm-hmm. in those days. Packed with gear, packed with kids. I mean, we got all our money's worth out of those vehicles. <laughs> and this... Suburban was just absolutely done. And we are doing Calgary the next night for a show. So we're like, okay, what's available in this town that we could buy? There are seven of us. So there's nothing. <laughs> so there's nothing. So, so bicycles. Literal nothing. <laughs> May, yeah, it's probably a Friday because our show is probably a Saturday. Oh my gosh. And um, there is a used car lot of sorts in that town that maybe had five or six vehicles, but they're all compact and they're not going to hold us our gear. Mm-hmm. So the mechanic, the guy who owns the <laughs> who owns the shop, says to us, Well, I do have this camper. <laughs> and we're like, 
okay, well, like, what choice do we have at this point, you know? So he, he, oh. it's a 1974. Thanks, mister. Tioga. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I will post a picture of it on the Instagram because it's just hard to comprehend. So he's been using it for going to the river fishing. So it's full of fishing stuff. And we are like, he's like, it runs. So, you know, you could buy this. I have to get Barry to verify, but I don't think we spent $2,000 on it. Oh, my goodness. He's like, give me a couple hours. So he's going to go clean it out for us. You know he's thinking, got him. <laughs> Thank this God is I finally found day. somebody that needed a car so bad they'll take it. So it's exciting to my kids because... There's so much room. There's a table you can sit at. There's little sure. benches. There's like no a little house belts. with wheels. Yes. There is a bathroom, but we're not willing to, you know, take any chances on it. So it's all kind of like festive and adrenaline-y, and there's no rain. Mm. And we drive on – yeah, <laughs> your face was correct right there. Uh, we, drive all the, we drive it all the way to Canada. We're in Canada for over a week. I spend some time, like, making new cushions, cleaning it all out. I make curtains. I, like, it was cute. And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, this is great. You know, not thinking about our actual life because the Suburban had been our only car. Oh, right, right. Yes, right, right. right. Yeah. So we're like, all right, time to head back to Colorado. So we get in that thing and we cross over into the Montana border. And, um, well, first of all, I think we were like an hour into Montana, and then we just heard this kabong of the bottom of the of the bottom of the camper, and the muffler has come detached from the bottom of the camper, and it is dragging along yes. the ground. And the muffler casing is—I don't know—we had to abandon it. Whatever, whatever would muffle the muffler. Uh-huh. And um, Barry says he took baling twine. I remember us being at the side <laughs> of the road. Where to get baling twine? I don't know. Did someone? Someone probably picked him up and took him somewhere. He tied it back to the bottom of the car. And and from that point forward, so Montana, like just bitty edge of Montana all the way to Woodland Park, Colorado, that muffler was so loud that no one could speak to one another. (laughs) If I needed Barry to know something like, hey, we've got to pee, I would have to come up to the driver's seat and yell in his ear because the sound was so all encompassing <laughs> over the non-muffler. Yeah, so we're like, okay, well, we got that fixed. Great. It's going to be loud, but we can do it. And then the torrential rain starts. And that's when we discovered that in no way is the camper watertight in any sense oh. of the word. It's coming down the back of the camper in sheets. Oh my like gosh. Where my kids' backs are. It's coming oh, in sheets. Oh my gosh. Sheeting down the back of the camper. And we're just like, what are we going to do? So we had to like pull away from the edges of the camper. <laughs> Everyone was huddled into the Some center. of us were on the floor. The cushions that I just made were getting wet. And and that was a pretty devastating feeling like, okay, this was not advertised correctly. <laughs> it doesn't actually have a roof. So we're like to like Castle Rock. And it occurs to me, so Castle Rock is like an hour plus from our home. And it occurs to me for the first time, this is my only vehicle. (laughs) It snows a lot in Colorado. (laughs) I have to take this to Walmart. (laughs) I got to go to City Market in this thing. (laughs) 
I got Drop the kids off. sad for myself. Oh, Michelle. So Just like, what? And, you know, car it's trauma. Terrible. You've had, you've had so car So much. Trauma. So it's much. Like, it's such a racket that I, okay, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to be super controversial right now. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm sorry, Dave Ramsey. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I am currently too cumulatively yep. traumatized by car trouble. Yep. That if I can find a way in my budget to have a car payment for a brand new car, mm-hmm. I will do it. 100%. Because it is worth it to be able to plan to go somewhere and then actually get there Yeah, some of you don't understand what we're talking about. No, but you if you've ever lived your life from one junky car to another i just like the first time when we did get the durango and like the first time i got a nice car and i got in it and i was like wait is this what it's like to drive a car that doesn't terrify you (laughs) it's like you don't have to feel scared every time you drive somewhere this is awesome (laughs) yeah that was the moment when i was like i'm never going back I'm going to get a car that is reliable, not one that you're like, Welp, every time you get it. Here goes nothing. Here goes nothing was like my mantra every time I got in a car. So like your plans are always subject to change because you may not get there. That's exactly right. Yeah, sure, I'll meet you for dinner. No, Maybe. I'm not going to. <laughs> Guess what? You're going to come pick me up now. Because <laughs> I made it five minutes from my house and my car died. So. Oh, and it is traumatic. Yeah, I, I am like super good in emergencies, like in crisis situations. If my kids cut their eyeball and need stitches <laughs> or break their ankle or whatever, like I am steady. But that... I am not. I go completely insular and just like, you can't see me. You can't see me. You can't see me. Yeah. So car payments. Sorry, Dave Ramsey. I'm going to do it. If I can afford it, it's worth it. We're going into so much debt. (laughs) (laughs) Whose fault is this anyway? I don't know. I know. I did think about getting a horse for a little while, but then I was like, guess what? (laughs) Then you got to feed that thing. And what if it dies while you're driving it? While you're driving it somewhere? To the grocery store. <laughs> no gas tank. No There's gas that. tank. Guess what? Eliminates that Rain problem. gets on you, though, when you're on a horse. They die. You got to feed them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not any easier. So anybody who's had car trauma, we see you here today. We see you. If you we don't know you. how to put gas in your tank or buckle yourself in. <laughs> or park. Or park. We There's are a, here we, for we, you. We're starting a support group. <laughs> People who can't park. I will say people made so much fun of me for that situation, the seatbelt situation. (laughs) And then I had a very muscly, like, kind of beefy guy friend get in the passenger seat, (laughs) unaware of what the seatbelt would do. And it was, the seat was scooted up really far, (laughs) too, (laughs) because small girls had been in the front seat of my car. And he almost choked to death and was like, 
like clawing at the seatbelt as it was just pinning him to the seat and his face was turning red. And I just sat laughing next to him. I was laughing so hard. I was like, see, look at you. You're about to die too. Now you get <laughs> it. <laughs> I guess I could have reached across him. and just, I think I did. I reached across and just like, here's what you do. You unhook it now. Do you? <laughs> yeah. But then people knew uh-huh. it's serious business. So we're here for you guys. We're here for we're you. We're here for you with our car stories. Yeah. If you have any, listen, we're going to make this plea again. If you have stories mm-hmm. that you think sh- the world should know and you don't actually want to tell them yourself, send them to us. We will tell yep. your hilarious stories. Now we've asked for so many. We've had like grandparent trick stories. Grandparents <laughs> tricked you like Michelle's grandpa. Pretend mooning the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> flashing mooning. Yeah. Was mooning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, flashing the hotel. Uh, we had requests for those. We've ha- now we have requ- requests for car trauma. Mm-hmm. Great April Fool's Day. <laughs> Just send them all to us. Yes, please. We want your stories. Or if you have someone that you think should be on the show, please nominate them. Mm -hmm. Now that we are learning how to do video podcasts, it's way more possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you. Thanks for being here. We love you. Bye. Bye. Our theme song was written by Michelle Patterson, arranged and performed by Mark and Christy Bovey. You can find Christy on YouTube at Voice Love Co. Don't forget to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Pop this podcast like a 